You are listening to John Herica on SFM. Okay, let's talk. Speaking of comrades, let's talk. Uh, uh, and you were listening to that, Anne Ashworth, CMA Race and Operations Manager. You're going to have Paralympic legends with you next year. Yeah, I was super excited to hear that. I'm really looking forward to welcoming Lazan to the race. Yeah, you're going to have to set up special timing mats for her because she's going to fly through that Comrades Marathon. <laughs> yeah, Let, I'm sure we can organize. <laughs> let's talk, if we can, Anne, about idiots. And more. I, I, I don't have any other word for these people. Cheats. They are disgusting human beings. Why would somebody cheat the Comrades Marathon, which is probably the most beautiful marathon in the world? You know, I, I honestly don't understand why people do cheat. It's, it's completely puzzling to me, um, but it is a thing. Uh, people do cheat at comrades, and people predominantly cheat in order to get to comrades. Mm. So I think the majority of the cheating that we're seeing at CMA is people submitting fraudulent qualifying times because they don't make the requisite sub-4 hour 50 marathon qualifying time. Um or wanting to submit false information in order to get a better feeding batch so that they don't start so right. back in the race. Okay. Yeah. To me, that seems really dangerous. If you can't qualify, the, the reason you have a qualification time is to see if you're good enough to be able to run the comrades. This is endangering yourself. No, exactly. I mean, it poses a huge safety um, and medical health risk, mm. um, both to the athlete and to us. You know, we... We can't take responsibility for athletes who physically cannot complete the course. Um, and that raises traffic concerns. It raises medical concerns. It, you know, it's, it's unfair to the athlete and it's unfair to the race. Okay, let's run through these details if we can. 16 rejected. They had asked another athlete to run the qualifying marathon. So what did you say? 450, right? To run a marathon? Yes. Okay, so which, 450. 450, which to me is like bare minimum. If if uh, Lausanne could, or who was, who was I talking to earlier? If she can run a 330, if you want to run the Comrades, then you've got to be able to do like a four hour, but 450, so they've added on. So these people feel they can't do a 450, so they've got somebody else or they've just lied on their times? So there's an increasing trend, um, and I, I say this very carefully, but for female athletes to ask male athletes to run their qualifying marathon on their behalf because oh. they think that the male will achieve a faster qualifying time than they could do. Yeah. Okay, so the man runs a little faster, they qualify, they get into the Comrades Marathon, which now you've discovered that's that's a thing, all right? Yeah. Um, three athletes rejected, discovered that they ran the qualifying marathon used by another entrant to enter the 2023 events. Very confusing. 27 rejected after discovered they submitted fraudulent qualifying information. So they just made up a number. Yeah, so for example, one athlete um, ran a half marathon and then submitted that time as her qualifying time for comrades. Um, Or someone will run, you know, a 4.55 and they say they ran a 4.35, for example. Okay. One uh, cheated last year. They raced for somebody else. They just wore the wrong athlete's race number. Now, we've seen big race number issues at the beginning of the race. I mean, with with the leaders of the race when they weren't wearing their their masters or their vets or whatever. So this is is also just silly. Yeah, so I mean… If they didn't, if someone didn't get an entry into the race, and then they just took over somebody else's entry, right. that's also not legitimate. Okay, okay, because you have to. Again, it's a medical thing. These are all yeah. safety and security issues, right? 
Absolutely, because we don't know anything about this person that is running. I mean, can they run a sub-450 marathon? We don't know. Mm, mm. You know, we don't know anything about this person. And then also it comes down to what if they have an accident or an incident en route and we have to get in touch with the, um, you know, the emergency contact and then we don't have that person's correct information. And then there are six athletes who I just, uh, it, it boggles the mind. Two did it as a relay. <laughs> yeah, that's everybody's favorite. Um, so somebody started and somebody else finished. <laughs> I mean, you've got, to, you've got to respect the ingenuity. Yeah, South Africa, land of opportunities. For sure, yes. for sure. So they just so what? They just took the number off, put it on somebody else, and they ran the second half or something, or, yeah, or the little exactly timing chip. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so that's obviously. Are they banned? Those those two athletes now? Can they not run comrades again? So we um, we've barred them from we di- we disqualified their well we didn't KZN Athletics and ASA disqualified their race results from mm-hmm. last year, and we have banned them from twenty twenty four. And then whether or not they can compete in the future will need to be reviewed. Okay. And then four athletes took shortcuts. I mean, how do you, I don't even know how you can take a shortcut. They just short left and then all got in the car. Yeah. So we've got secret timing maps along the route oh. that we don't tell anybody where the location is. Um, and so it is possible to hop in a car and get dropped off somewhere else and think that you're crossing all six official timing maps. But because we've got hidden ones, mm. we know when you didn't cross the unofficial timing maps and that's, that's how we find out who hasn't completed the entire route. Yeah, when I was down in Amashova, I'm also seeing there's not even mats these days. You guys have this new high-tech like radar detector things. So you don't even have to know where the mat is. Sometimes it's just a thing pointing at the sky. Yeah, I know exactly. Mm. So we, we, but we know cheating really is something that offends a lot of athletes who, who just do the race themselves and, and legitimately compete and, you know, we really have to try and, and dissuade and prevent people from, from undermining the race and other people's achievements, frankly. And these are not athletes that are trying to win, right? These are not no. top 10 athletes. These, these are people coming in in four or five, maybe six hours. No, I mean, that's exactly it. I mean, the majority of the cheating actually happens towards the back end of the race, <laughs> which, I mean, it's just ridiculous. So, I mean, what they could do is they could just tell their friends they did it faster. At well, I mean, the, you, you could find it on the website. Yeah. You could verify that result. But, I mean, really, honestly, what's the point? <laughs> Makes no sense. Uh, you don't name and shame the athletes. I think that's very brave of you. You're just letting us know that there are cheats. You don't say, well, it was Andrew Smith that did that. No, so, I mean, there are legal issues with that. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it wouldn't be right for us to name and shame that. I mean, particularly when disciplinary steps haven't been taken by the national and provincial okay. authorities. Yeah. Um, but, you know, our real purpose is to, to have a deterrent, to say to people, we are aware that this is happening. Mm. We can catch you if you do it. And so don't do it in future because these are going to be the consequences. So that really is the mission here. I think also we must remember, Anne Ashworth, that these are runners from clubs. You can't enter the comrades like as uh, I can't just enter tomorrow. I have to belong to a club to be able to enter the comrades, right? So South African athletes, you have to belong to a club, yes. but international athletes um, and okay. rest of Africa athletes do not have to belong to okay. a club. So you guys are putting your foot down this this year. There are a couple of things that you've you've put your foot down about. One is to start at the right place, and why is that important? To start in the right batch. 
that's actually to the benefit of an athlete. Um, if you start in a seeding batch that is significantly faster than you should be running, your likelihood of completing the race is severely diminished because you start the race too fast, you then obviously don't conserve your energy and strength, you run beyond your capabilities, and your likelihood of finishing in the time that you should finish or finishing at all is greatly reduced. Mm. So we're saying start in the batch where you're supposed to be starting so that you can run with people at the pace you should be running to guarantee a finish. Um, But people get impatient. They want to start close to the front, and then they run the same pace as the people around them. And, I mean, in, in simple runner terms, we call it a blow. You can go out too hard and then you blow your race and you may not finish. Yeah. Um, and actually that's to the benefit of the runner. But in terms of a, of a public perspective, it's actually really dangerous to have more people in a seeding batch mm. than are allocated mm. to that seeding batch because we calculate the size of the seeding batch based on the number of people who should be in there. And now if we have a whole lot of new people in that batch, it becomes a safety risk from a crush, stampede, and I was going to say, I got a personal experience of that in the cycle tour where I started in a batch I was put in because I was super duper media and I was put in a batch where I shouldn't have been. And yeah, at halfway through, I was like, all right, that's it. I'm just going to do the second half because as slowly as I can because exactly. I was just going out too fast. All right, interesting. Yeah. Um, the, the wording on this next one is great. You must complete the entire duration of the race on foot and as an individual. So that makes sense. It's, don't don't yeah. cheat the system. The no more relays, yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, Listen to officials, which makes sense, and damaging a property. I like that. Uh, do yeah. people literally damage the property of sponsors, partners, suppliers, and things? So we did have an incident in 2023 um, at the start where runners um, panicked because wow. they had arrived at the start late um, for traffic or whatever reasons. And so a whole lot of runners broke the fences and branding and equipment that was separating them between a seating batch. Um, and obviously, we don't want people to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you arrive at the start, for example, late and you can't get into the seating batch, you can't just break down a fence sure. to get in there. You need to go to the back. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Okay, uh, Comrades Marathon, 9th of June, 2024, you already. It's an uprun. It is an uprun, the first one in five years. <laughs> That's right. That's amazing. Five years. Three years. Yeah, the last, one, the last one was 2019, so we're super excited about having an uprun. Three lockdowns and two downruns. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's what you did. All right. So uprun. It's, for, for a Durbanite, I used to love the uprun because everybody was gone by 9 o'clock. It was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could go back to bed and have a little snooze. I used to live in Cowie's Hill. So, yeah, everybody's finished. Uh, the downrun, you're sitting there for days and the beers are getting warm and it's depressing. Yeah, the uprun, I think it, I think it's a warmer race. I think it's a hotter finish in right. Peter Maritzburg. Um, also, the second half of the race has a lot less shade. So we do tend mm. to have a significantly higher dropout rate on an uprun. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a tough route. And I've, I've got you, you guys are saying it'll be 88 kilometers. Obviously, that'll all be finalized later, but that's relatively short compared to the last few years. Well, I mean, no. I mean, 90 was particularly long. Oh, it's okay. usually between 80, 87 and 88. So it's, it's on about average. So we back to, I mean, last year was particularly short and the year before, Two years before that were particularly long, but now we've gone back to about the average. The way it should be. 
Yeah, I hope so. But we still foresee an incredibly fast race. Um, (laughs) The elite lineup is incredible again Uh for 2024. And yeah, we're really struggling to get our um, our record prize money (laughs) insured because everybody thinks that the record's going to be broken. So yeah, it should be a great race. Yeah, I follow Nick Bester. uh, Who is he with Nedbank? And those guys, they're they're machines. And I just see the way they're training already. Uh, that's, That's all they live for at the moment already. And it's still early days. Yeah, I mean, now February, we're about to start the main training block from March. So March, April, halfway through May, mm. your big 10-week training block. So, yeah, it's all, it's all happening. And Anne Ashworth, will we see somebody at the finish line at the 12-hour cutoff? Uh, that, that last year, that was a bit of an issue. We, <laughs> we, I want to yes. see the pain. That's why South Africans live through winter, to see that. No, I promise you that you will get all the drama of the 12-hour cutoff, and we have some extra drama oh, yeah? and to make it super exciting, but you'll have to watch on 9 June to find out more. Oh, can't wait. Extra drama and the comrades. I love extra it. Extra drama, yeah. And Ashworth, thank you very much. CSA, CMA, Comrades Marathon Association, Race and Operations Manager. Love watching the comrades. I watch it. I'm yet to get the runners high. I mean, I will watch that for 12 hours. I'm up at office five. And I watch that race because it's just lovely. I've been at the finish many times, both Marisburg and Durban. But yeah, it's just lovely. You with SAFM. I am John. Who's saying this? Willie and Kuma says, hi, John and Benzito there. I just go crazy listening to my favorite pop rock music you are playing. Thank you, Willie. Finney's here as well. So 